Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. and gentlemen, this is the Baller Alert Show. Welcome to the Baller Alert Show podcast, available everywhere you get your podcast. I go by the name of Ferrari Simmons. Hey, young world, I am your bestie, Sue Solo. You know BT. Special guest in the building, I love his cheese steaks. How's it going, Mr. Derek? How's it going, sir? What's up, bro? Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Mr. Derek Hayes. Mr. Derek Hayes. From West Philly. All right. I said you got the best Philly in the ATF. How is the meat so damn juicy? It's just like, it's just juicy yeah. as hell. I think it's my grandfather, to be honest. Like, mm. my grandfather, he uh, he gave me all my skills not even knowing because when I was coming up, if I ain't go to church with him on Sundays, I had to finish the Sunday dinner. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, along the way, when I uh, came to Atlanta, when I went to go open my first business, which was Dave's Philly Water Ice, where I was just selling Italian ice, what Philly we call it Water Ice. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what it was. Okay. So when I'm making the cheesesteaks and I hired a cook, it wasn't coming out the way I wanted it to. It wasn't authentic. And my grandfather, you know, he went back to them roots and, you know what I'm saying, gave me the, the, the water-oil uh, mix ratio. So that's what helped it out, the steak did not dry out. I mean, it never messed, like, misses literally, Appreciate don't matter you. what day, what time. I think it's at its best right now, too, because my company right now, we're about to scale a whole lot of locations. And I got the right people right now following the right SOP manual. So it's, a, it's like a real system to really doing the, the, the same way every single time. Mm-hmm. So right now, man, I'm just happy about all that because all the years of me just grinding in the kitchen, building, you know, all mm-hmm. the fan base, everybody coming to support the brand. If it wasn't me making it or my two big guys that started with me, they would say, ah, you know, we want them in the kitchen. I want, you know, D in the kitchen. Now anybody can make it and it's the same product coming out every single time. I feel like it's always hard to manage multiple locations. Like Chick-fil-A, for example, I am astonished. Like you go to Chick-fil-A anywhere and it's pretty much damn near, you know, consistent. Yeah, every single time. (laughs) Every fucking time. (laughs) Is there any fear that, you know, even though you're giving them the information, you're showing them how to do, is there any fear that you may grow so big that you can't really manage what these locations are doing? Um, I used to think like that until I got around the right people and right people on my team that Mm. actually scout locations before. Because when you got the systems in place, like, 
It's like when you hire somebody, they just ain't jumping right in and cooking cheesesteaks or getting on the register. They actually learning the brand, they mm-hmm. learning the processes, okay. the protocols, the procedures, everything yeah. you need to do to actually scale the business. So now it's just like a puzzle. It's coming together every time you build a location. And right now I got a good location about to come in and like another month and a half. And I think that's going to be my biggest where, location. Where you putting it? No, no, where you putting it at? Come on now, this baller show. This coming out ASAP. All right, it's gonna be in Jonesboro. There we go. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So listen, how did you know that like you was popping? Like you like man, all right, man. The business is is just went from zero to a hundred. Um, to be honest, it's when Eve ate the sandwich when she uh, you know, when I had the gas station location and mm-hmm. I can't get okay. to come in, and um, she was shooting barbershop and um. The first day I heard she was coming, I waited like a kid on Christmas because I needed that pop. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. she coming. And then she didn't show up. So I, I got a little discouraged a little bit. But then the next day she came. And to be honest, I just blew over, you know, seven figures partying in Atlanta that year. You know what I'm saying? So while Lord. I'm making this chicken cheesesteak, I'm saying to myself, like, damn, this sandwich is going to save my life or it's going to get rid of me. So I'm just like, I got to make this sandwich. So I'm sitting here chopping it. And the people behind her that's with her, she like, they're not going to order until she eat the sandwich. Mm. So I Damn. never knew that a cheesesteak was going to save my life, like, like wow. really save my life. So when she ate it, she posted on her, um, her social media networks. And the next day, I had the biggest line I ever had at that wow. time. Wow. And from there, it just was it was just up. But she- over the years of me growing the brand as it grew from year to year, I had the popularity. I had people, you know, saying the food was good. But then I'm trying to figure out now, how do I open more locations? How do you scale it? Because mm-hmm. you start getting, like, spoiled to it, to be honest. Like, you know, it's like a, a rapper that come out with a song. What's the next hit? Like, what's, mm-hmm. what's coming next? Mm-hmm. So that was my problem, what I was going through. And now, you know, I got three locations in a Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's never been done by Crazy. a man. Crazy. Honestly, you know, it's yeah. insane. One like. through three is on every level. But I came in there, you know, telling them, like, listen... I'm going to change the culture in the stadium. Give me my shot. So sometimes we don't understand that we got to ask for what we want. We That's can't just fact. wait for it. So I went in there letting them know that I was going to be the trendsetter in the stadium. I was going to be the culture change. And we're going to change the whole dynamic of the way this whole thing running through the food system. And right now we're the highest grossing restaurant in the stadium. I mean, wow. you can't yeah. miss it. Like you it's literally it. on yeah. every floor. You cannot miss it. Yeah. And for me, dedicating the business to my father, you know what I'm saying? Watching him die in front of my face is like, that was my willpower to never quit to keep on going. What happened with your father? Yeah, cancer. Mm. So it's crazy because before I moved to Atlanta, I was um, I was in Athens. I used to play basketball. Um, you know, my dad moved me out of uh, Philly when I was in the ninth grade. I was getting in trouble, stuff like that. So I wound up going to this little town where, you know, it ain't the city life. You, so you kind of been in Georgia for a little minute. Yeah, but okay. I went back to Philly in 05 when my aunt passed away. So okay. cancer really hit my family hard. Mm-hmm. But the person that was helping raising me with my grandparents was my aunt. She had passed away in 05, so I moved back to Philly. 09, my dad just magically, you know, he was coughing. He thought he had a cold. Went to a couple hospitals, found out he ain't had pneumonia. He had cancer. Mm-hmm. So we came down to uh, Emory University. I'm driving back and forth, you know, from Philly trying to help him out. And then in the midst of all this, he wound up passing away in Emory. And the worst day of my life was July 6th. And then this year, I had my son in Emory University on July 6th, no. the day my dad died. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all this was a full circle moment of my life right now. So, I know my story already written. I'm building a billion-dollar company right now in the honor of my father. That is mm. so beautiful. Will uh, people be able to get this in your book? Because I know you have your... Oh, it's coming. You got a book coming out. Yeah, Will that all be in... 
Um, I'm like two months out right now. Um, just working on last finishing touches of it, but um, I'm really excited about that because this night, this not my memoir, but this is going to be the book that like take people like if you had a dream, you had a kid, some altered you know your situation now, and you kind of took a pause on it. This book going to bring you back to life mm-hmm. and everything you want to do because. You're looking at somebody that got over 40 some tattoos on his body. I'm not your average CEO. I come from the ghetto. I didn't have narcotics cases and men arrested, all these things. And I built a multi-million dollar company off of nothing. And now I own multiple multi-million dollar companies off of believing in everything that I was, you know, my mission, my dreams. Uh, amen. Now, we just interviewed your fiance. Uh-huh. She's in love. You're in love. Oh, yeah, definitely. When's the wedding date, my brother? June 8th, 23. You guys excited? No, definitely. I feel like we already married, though. You right. know, it's like we already talk about that because on paper, we got too many assets together, so it's already <laughs> Now, she told, us, she, she told us a story. I'm trying to verify some things. Now, she said mm. uh, a broken window. Yeah. She slid in your DM. And she told the truth. She told the truth. Okay. She told the truth. I don't think she would. Okay, so I'm no, no, no. That that was accurate. Now she she left out the detail of how I got into y'all having kids. So did you make the the first move? Because y'all had a business relationship first, correct? Yeah, yeah, we had a business relationship first. What did you? What? How did it get personal, my brother? Um. Did you, re- did you realize? No, it just kind of, <laughs> you know, you know, like, you know how you, 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 you cool with a chick, but you be like, damn, you could see yourself dating her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, this was different. This was like somebody that I, I seen myself. It was like my shadow. You know what mm. I'm saying? So when we was talking to each other, it's like the first moment we I went. I need some clarity. We, speak it to the mic, sir. What I was saying is like the first initial meetup place that we went to. It wasn't a date. It was just for us to, you know, get to know each other and all that. When she reached out to me when my windows got bust out from George Floyd, mm-hmm. we sat in um, Sunflower Cafe. Accurate, accurate. Okay, yep. go yeah. ahead. The story's adding up. No, it's facts. <laughs> Never had no vegan food in my life. You know Accurate, what I'm accurate, accurate. So I'm That's sitting there okay. eating this vegan food. My cousin that was there, he got murdered last year. He was the only okay. one that really... Wow. She said the, the same the thing. Story. Damn, okay. And um, we sitting there talking and he keep like t- he tapping my foot. She don't know this. He like, when we out of here, I got him just chilling, just sitting here. <laughs> but we get in the car and he told me, he was like, yeah, Yo, that's your person. Like, that's wow. gonna be the person you're gonna be with. And I'm like, man, nah, what you talking about? We just doing business together, trying to, you mm-hmm. know, help these communities out. But when I realized she was really the person for me, is when we literally said we was like wanting to bail the communities out with different things. Like, you know, usually when you start talking to a woman and no shade than the other women, but most of the shit that I talk about is like some of the stuff like material or it's like where, what club you going to tonight or whatever that. Hers was like more like, let's bail 100 inmates out. You know what I'm wow. saying? Let's let's uh get some let's get some community centers rolling stuff like that. So, you know, sad to say in the situation, Rashad Brooks um was murdered. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And we did our first initial give back was, you know, buying his uh his uh wife a, a vehicle, providing life insurance for his kids, CAU partner up with six hundred thousand dollars in scholarship money. And I'm just like, damn, who else I could have did this with right. in the world that would have believed in what I believed in how to do it? And from there, it just started getting stronger and stronger. Now, Derek, Derek, so Derek, beautiful. babies just don't pop up, sir. I want to know <laughs> what happened. Did you? He had to did, give you the did history. Did y'all go out on a date and you lead in for the kiss first? What happened? We'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? 
if you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. What's up? This your boy D. Hayes from Big Dave Cheese. Stay chilling on the Baller Alert Show. You dig? What happened? No, she can't. She, I think it's her fuck. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he said, look, I'm clapping yeah, for what yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Real life, I think, um, I think she went in for the kill. But when she went in for the kill, I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted it You just probably didn't feel no, like You wanted no, to take I, that I shot I won't lie I wanted it I, Yeah I, Out of all the people that You know me growing up And I've been around Different females And you know This was something different for me This was like This is like Not even on no soft shit This was like Damn I really know what love is now right. mm. It's wow. like You can like Lust somebody For a long time you know what I'm saying Shit get real Then you see who really love you yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. But this person was like I don't gotta go through All these battles And you know what I'm saying See if this person love me Because We literally set our ass out So ass, ass, ass out on the table Like when we start dating Like What do you got what, what you got Like You gonna meet me halfway on this Like And it was real because Honestly I don't think Nobody went to Jump in a relationship Where they gotta take care of somebody Or right. they can't meet the You know The other end of the stick And for us, you know, I had my shit together. She had hers together. So it worked out. Thank you, brother. How do y'all turn business off? Because you guys are partners. You know, you are intimate Good partners. Question. Like, it's bit, like how do you turn that off? Or do you feel that your relationship thrives because you guys are so much alike in business? Yeah, I think because, like I said, you... I put it to you this way When you when you wake up Four o'clock in the morning You got an idea And you can wake the person About they sleep And they can jump right into it With you It's never hard yeah. It's never work it's a, it's a purpose It's meant You know what I'm saying That's dope. We both do the same thing So like When people ask us How do we leverage out The business The personal life All that shit mixed in Yeah You know what I'm saying Like First before she anything Is my friend you know what I'm saying? Everything else falls in line of everything else. Like, we don't have the battle that love life because we could be talking about some business shit and we could start making love five minutes later. You know hey, what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like, that's our stipulation. Stimulation, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
like mental stimulation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Learning, the, learning what we want from each other and how we build it, and that's how we did it. And that's how we that. had two kids in two years. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Back to back, for son and daughter, for along real. with your two daughters, that's a great extended family." Yeah, I just had um, all my kids together uh, last night, um, and it was a beautiful thing when you watching. You know, three girls and then my young king, you know what I'm saying? Like, he growing fast, but I'm actually sitting looking at my kids and looking at my dynasty that I'm going to build for them. So I'm going to get them all the resources and stuff I never had. Yeah. And a real, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people use this word because it's popular, the whole I'm breaking generational curses. A lot of people don't even know what that means. So I'm going to give it to y'all. Like, it ain't just money because mm-hmm. if I if I leave you a bunch of money, you don't know how to manage it. You're going to blow all of the legacy that I did work my ass off the bill. So right. you got to actually teach financial literacy mm. before you teach the generational curse part. Because if you don't know how to control the asset part of it, you're never going to keep the asset. And the reason why they call it generational, you know what I'm saying, curses because they thinking like, oh yeah, we're going to now get to the next generation and ain't going to be able to carry it, but that's what we go through. Right. That ain't what a lot of other genera- you know, cultures go through because they teaching their kid that 18%, you know what I'm saying, of, of a credit card is already going over your limit before you pay the bill if you pay, you know, at the last minute or learning how to send your kids to college off cash rewards money. Like, you know how you got a credit card and every every time you spend it, you can transfer that money to a bank account. That's free money. Mm. Imagine you did that for 18 years. They give your kid a college fund. Yeah. So that's the different ways that you can control the financial literacy part of it to break the generational curses. So, you know, I think we all use that in interviews and everybody like, yeah, I'm trying to break my family generational curses, but what are you really breaking if you're the only person breaking it? When you leave it, they ain't going out to control it. Yeah, if you're not sharing the nah. information and instilling nah, it. No, you got to share the information. Mm-hmm. The information is real. important. Yeah. I mean, they say that, you know, by the third generation... The, the wealth tends to deplete because that person wasn't taught or given the proper resources yeah. and, and education. So I think it is really important to make sure that you're instilling those key values because that's all you yeah, got. Yeah, because think about it. Some of us in here right now, our families could have actually had the bag early yeah. on. Like, we don't even know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Never carried on to us. Mm-hmm. So whatever your last name is, back in the 1700s, you might have been cool. You might have had all the gold. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it ain't get carried on that way. So... We can't just use that thing and saying that we ain't have a fair shake when we know now we're getting tricked out of our spots to get the right spot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's how I look at everything. Okay. All right. Well, sir, uh, you had anything, Sue? BT? Let's talk uh, about the foundation. Oh, yeah. Let's talk what's, about what's some of the work that, that we can look forward to you accomplishing with the foundation? Um, well, right now, me and Pinky, uh, we doing this life insurance initiative on uh, on black men that's uh, make uh, $30,000 or less in income. You get a life insurance policy, pay for the first year, prudential partner with us. Um, I think that's big because me coming from Philly, I lost a lot of my friends or people in my neighborhood, and then they got to go have GoFundMe's or fish fries. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, we trying to provide something that they don't have to go through with that, but right. people don't understand that life insurance is just not a life and a death thing. You know what I'm saying? That's the real financial literacy part of it because if I had life insurance and me and you cousins, and I got my policy for like a year or two. I can add you onto my policy. And now you gaining your own. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you passing on the sticks. And I think a lot of us go through um, a lot of trauma. Um, trauma is a memory inside of your brain that's stored until you learn how to control that. Mm-hmm. And we take that up, you know what I'm saying, from childhood. And then we try to, you know, when we get to adults, we still kids in our minds because we blaming all the things that happen in our lives. And mm-hmm. we got to stop doing that. So this initiative was solely for that. 
And then other things that I've been doing, like even in the pandemic, my foundation, we fed 40 hospitals every single day. Um, I've seen a lot of people standing down. We wanted to stand up because we know the communities built us. Without the community, we was nothing. Um, I gave out probably $200,000 throughout that year to businesses to help stay open. You know, a lot of things that we did was to keep everybody around us going because if we was the only wheel rolling, you know, we eventually was yeah. going to go down. A lot of people scared to get next to another popping thing because they think it's going to hurt them, but that's going to help you because that mm-hmm. community going to stand strong together. And that's what I was trying to do with my foundations. And I named it David and Derek Hayes Foundation after my father. So that's dope. this year, um, actually, uh, Jay, what was it, like two weeks ago? I was on Tamron. So I just did Tamron Hall. Um, I gave a, a school $20,000 from my foundation. They named the uh, the hub after me in, in the high school, so oh, I'm getting honored with that after the holiday. So I'm saying, like, damn, I ain't from Atlanta, but now they're naming schools after me. So, I love it. You know that's that's lit. Yeah, so that was that was a real special thing. So it's it's showing that people appreciate, you know, all the hard work that I'm putting out in the communities because we community-based. Like, I already got the food popping. I already got the business popping. But what's that if you got another young brother look like you struggling and you can't give him the information on what's right. really going on out here? And I do a lot of talking to the community. So that's basically what I do at the foundation. Your fiance, Pinky Cole, is vegan. You are not. <laughs> Uh, do, do y'all use the same, you know, uh, uh, cookware? No, and- <laughs> <at home. laughs> like, one side is hers, one side is yours. No, um, we got a flat top, so we got like burners just like uh-huh. on the stove, and then we got like um, flat tops like using the restaurant. But we do have um, dishes that we we do cooking, but. We respect each other in the household. It ain't mm-hmm. like, you know, what you eat ill or right. all that. And naturally, by being around somebody that eats a little bit healthier, you're going to eventually I was just going to ask that. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's a certain thing. So, you know, a lot of stuff I eat nowadays, um, no, I'm not vegan. I love seafood. Mm-hmm. So I always just ate seafood anyway. So I still eat chicken and I eat a lot of seafood. Do you see yourself leaning towards veganism one day? No. <laughs> not Flat out. Like, no, and not and not and not even just because um I would say not because that I, I wouldn't want to or I can't um uphold or sustain just that type of food. I really love seafood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, I, I really like I gotta have like the blue crabs, shrimp, I gotta have clams, oysters, all of that stuff. Like Scallops. you know Yeah, I really all I, of grew, it. I grew up off of that. You know, yeah. like Philly is like, you know, it's it's right next to Baltimore So we get all of like The blue crabs and all that mm-hmm. So I, like that's something That I really like Can't shake It's like a, a real dress <laughs> Do you guys um, Raise your kids uh, In the vegan lifestyle Or just They just You know You just give them free will No They they vegan That's <laughs> what mama said Okay vegan. Nah, the, the kids is vegan But um, My son He might be uh, You know He might be A little pescatarian, pescatarian Like mm-hmm. you know He likes seafood yeah, but I'm gonna give him that option if they want to be vegan like their mom. They could be vegan, but it's 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 a it's a good thing for me because a lot of my family died from cancer and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. they put in foods we don't really be knowing what we eat. And so mm-hmm. you know a lot of that education you know you know rubbed off on me and I'm learning different things. But also where I'm learning from her with the food, she's learning from me because a lot of people don't know that like even in Big Davis we don't. We don't sell um, steak that has hormones in it mm. or any any of that in it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we have a healthier choice of if that's what you, you know okay. what I'm saying, if that's what you want to eat. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to build my brand that way because I didn't want to just, you know, sell trash meat. 
Like a lot of people Don't understand That that steak That we sell Is expensive mm-hmm. We just sell a lot of it To make it Uphold the, the profits But if we didn't have The traffic that we had I probably would have Been buried You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Because right. it costs a lot like one case of steak costs two twenty, wow. and we and we selling ten thousand pounds of steak almost every wow. week. Damn, you know what I'm saying? You can definitely tell it's quality for uh, sure. Yeah, for sure, it got to be. We'll be right back. Stay tuned with more of the Baller Alert Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, D. Hayes. The motivation I'm going to give y'all right now on this show that I'm talking on is life is not a track meet. It's a marathon. It's all about how you in. Run your race. Can't get enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert. Log on to BallerAlert.com. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.